Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roma Reads Publishing Podcast, where we interview people in the writing and publishing community to get a little bit of insight into this crazy, complicated industry and to hopefully learn from one another to make all our writing journeys just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Lauren Ilbury, and joining me today is Karen. So Karen has recently created a project called Nikki Owl, and uh, we're just going to learn a little bit more about that. So welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you very much, Lauren. It's nice to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. So what is this Nikki Owl that you mentioned? Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Sure. So Nikki Owl isn't actually as recent. Um, Nikki Owl was born in 1995. Um, Nikki Owl was my teenage dream of having mm-hmm. my own cartoon character. And I love drawing, I love reading, writing, all these different creative aspects. And I'm, I love your classic cartoons like Garfield, Snoopy, all the animated films that I watched back then. And one day drawing, I just ended up having this little, a little bird showed up on a page. And I thought, that's going to be an owl. And it looks nothing like um, what I have now, what Nikki Owl, obviously, in the cartoon evolves. Um, but that was the beginning of Nikki Owl, one summer afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then how did uh, how did Nikki Owls did she did she come with the personality or was it the appearance first? It's funny you say she because Nikki to me is a he owl. Um, but uh-huh. I think a lot of people because they know me they associate me with Nikki Owl and they think Nikki Owl is a she. So I don't mind honestly. Nikki is a very universal name to be honest. So for me in my my books and my creations, Nikki is usually a male owl. Um, as a principal character. Uh, Nikki Owl right. starts as, as designs on greeting cards for friends and family. That was one way for me to get get drawing and get creating something different. Um, and then shortly after I learned how to build websites, I thought, why don't I why, why don't I build a website for Nikki Owl and create a, a window to the world? So I started to upload my designs. I was already making little owls by then with clay. And people just started to email me from around the world saying, oh, I love what you've made. Can you make one for my my bass player friend from a rock band? And so I found myself making a little bass player owl and sending it to New York, for example. And that was the very beginning of Nikki Owl. Later on came the books. That's so cute. <laughs> and does Nikki have like a personality? Nikki has a personality. He is a much better dancer than I am. Um, he, he loves chocolate. He loves coffee. I think he gets those two things from me. Um, his, his vision for the world is to help give or add more love and joy to the world and help people bring that out of themselves more. And that's, that's his mission, to help people build a happier place together. Oh, and how does that reflect in the books with Nikki L? So I'll tell you a history of the books. Um, the first book is an illustrated novel, which tells the story of Nikki Owl moving from Spain to Canada and everything that has to do with adapting to a new environment, to new culture, letting go of old friends, making new friends. It's part of my own story of the time that I spent in Canada some years ago, but it's also mixed with a set of short stories that I wrote in 2000, I think. And at that time, Nikki already existed. And I wrote this very short book of an owl in a forest with his friends talking about life. But I hadn't put Nikki in as the main character, as the owl. This didn't happen until 
2011, when I finally revisited that manuscript and decided to put part of my personal story into it and put Nikki in as the main character. So that was the first book. And then the next book was after I developed my coaching um, expertise, so to speak. I got into that out of just my personal curiosity about who am I and what am I, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. And so life basically presented a coaching opportunity for me to start learning. And then I realized this was a way for me to evolve Nikki as an ambassador of love, joy, imagination, well-being, and start using him as my little helper for the coaching work that I was doing with adults and later on with children. And so the next books are a series of, in Spanish and in English, of coaching tools and resources, but with coloring pages, prompts for people to write down what they love, rescue their own dreams, and start mapping them out. Mm -hmm. And have people experienced Nikki yet, or is this a to-be-released? No, this is already released and right. in constant evolution. So I have now five Nikki Owl books. Um, the first one, as I said, is a novel that's in English uh, that is waiting for re-editing of the first version and then translation into Spanish. And then the other, there's two books, coloring books um, or creativity books, as I like to call them, with the coaching prompts. Those are also in English and Spanish. And then there are two books that came out a little over last year, a year ago, rather. And those are Christmas Christmas books with two two bilingual Christmas stories for kids and then some activities, coloring pages and, and other family activities. And how have you found the reception to Nikki Owl? Have people reacted quite well to him? They love him. Whenever I show Nikki, because I have my little Nikki Owl that goes almost everywhere with me, and I pop him out of my bag or my pocket, the typical consensus is, oh, he's so cute. Yeah. And so that's always a plus. Um, <laughs> And then the cartoons, which I typically post on Instagram and Facebook, uh, those have a nice reception as well. You also mentioned workshops as well, and you you run you run workshops. Do you do writing workshops, or are they? Because you mentioned coaching coaching people. Right. So what do your what do your workshops entail? My workshops primarily focus on personal development and using the coaching tools with Nikki Al as my little assistant to help people dive into their imagination, uh, into their positive imagination, better said, because we all have imagination. Sometimes we don't use it in our favor. Um, and so I focus on creative workshops, how to create yourself, how to create your desired life. I'm using creative prompt and some writing prompt to write that future into existence. Mm -hmm. And if, if we like, if we came along to one of your classes, what is your teaching style like? Do you what could we what could we expect from the very first lesson from you? Uh, you'll expect someone who looks very serious in the beginning, but then ends up moving around and being quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be very shy as a kid, but I think life has just pushed me in the direction of opening up and becoming becoming the kind of person who can step out of her shell and do the work that needs to be done mm -hmm. and help others step out of their own shell. Um, so there'll be a mix of, of theory of what are we working on today? What are we, what are the goals and, and ideas that we want to dis develop? And then there will be this mix of interaction, questions, answers, creative prompts, and then other tools that, that put it all together. Mm -hmm. And I do this in English and Spanish, FYI. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I, so you translate the books yourselves, do you? For now, yes, but I'm looking forward to the point where I can just hand it over to somebody else and say, do this for me, and then <laughs> I'll read the final version and say if I like it or not, because there's so much. Just the Nikki Al universe alone, doing it in one language is plenty of work. Doing it in two is quite a lot. I can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, I don't. I don't speak two languages, so I, in that sense, I can't imagine what it's like to translate. But you know, I'm lucky I don't have three official languages, but I've got two and a half. <laughs> Is there going to be perhaps uh, another little cartoon mascot? Have you got any more cartoon uh, mascots like Nikki planned, or are you just going to stick with 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 Nikki for now? Uh, Nikki has some friends. They haven't shown up too much because I have just by my own habits i think focused on nikki but he has a, a polar bear friend called bear and he has a dragon friend called diego mm. and they show up every now and then and each one has their own story i just need to dedicate some time to them as well mm -hmm. and yeah. then of course the characters in the first book who are also some animals um mm -hmm. forest in vancouver that need to come to life you also mentioned that you had quite an evolution as a writer. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you evolved as a writer? Um, sure. So I started off when I was young. I loved reading and I always wanted to be a writer. My first project was going to be my, my dad's my dad's biography, because I found that he had traveled around the world a lot and it fascinated me and I wanted to write his book. That didn't quite happen. Um, I realized that I needed to travel around the world and write my own book. Uh, so my writing started off as short stories, little snippets of ideas and concepts. And then over time it's become, for example, the first Nikki Al novel. Um, I have a more adult oriented writing style as well, which pulls into the part of the, the coaching side, the consciousness side of things. And so I write different kind of articles and posts about that kind of writing. Um, the evolution is going deeper and also going wider in terms of human scope, in terms of how does everything that we say or do affect everyone else around us? Um, not to be tiptoeing around each other, but to just be more aware of the positive impact and the negative impact that what we say or do can have in other people and how that makes our world, however small our world may be, um, a better place or a, a, an unsafe place. You mentioned as well your evolution as a creator. Now, obviously, you have created workshops and you have created characters. Have there been... How's your evolution as a creator been like? Has it... What, what have you kind of learned from doing all these all these workshops? Like, for example, has there been anything that your students have, have taught you? Absolutely. Um, a lot of times they'll they'll teach me that I need to get out of my own way as well. Um, we have a tendency as human beings to block ourselves mm -hmm. consciously or subconsciously. And it's when I'm in these group settings that I get to see myself in a different way, uh, mostly because of what other people tell me that they see, how I am, how I'm showing them stuff. Um, and it helps me remember that there's a lot of things we learned as children that we need to unlearn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very true. And and to get out of our own way and achieve the things we want to achieve, not in the hardwired goal setting objective, I have to do this in my life, but just in the, what are the things that I'd really like to do so I can keep being good about myself mm -hmm. and learning about myself. And that's, that's quite a fun part. Mm -hmm. 
and that can definitely definitely take some time but that's that's very yeah. important i think to to at least be aware of you know um mm -hmm. and in terms of other projects that you're doing you also mentioned a project called the love cards as well what's uh what, yeah. what are the love cards oh the love cards um that was a deep project um that spawned out of a very toxic situation I was living in 2019 mm -hmm. and tickling 2020. And it coincided with when we all had to stay indoors and really contemplate our lives at a deeper level. Um, that was me having conversations with love, with the energy of love, uh, with the healing part of energy, energy of love, with the angry part of love. Um, or the, the angry parts of ourselves when love is not there uh, or when it's being twisted out of shape. And that was uh, a, basically a daily therapy for me. I thought, what I need to do to work through this and work through my emotions is to write. So I set myself the plan to write something every day, whatever would come up intuitively or whatever I'm thinking about that day. And so that lasted, I think, about nine months. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then around October, um, started in March or so, and it was a very interesting project. It's it's in its infancy still because there's other stuff I want to do around it, but right now it's just available on my website and daily posts and on my Instagram and Facebook accounts. Mm -hmm. But it was an exploration about love, the things we do to be more of it, the things that can happen when people aren't living it, and how to work through that. So again, I was also pulling in some the personal development part to work through the healing, work through the awareness, and then offer it to other people. Mm -hmm. Say, so what I've been going through doesn't help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And these ideas that you have, whether that's for the love cards or whether that is for Nikki Al, do these ideas just pop out of the blue for you randomly or, or do they, do they kind of just sit in the back of your mind? Like how do you, how do you get, these ideas it's a mix of both um nikki i know popped out of my desire to have a cartoon character and the action of drawing and playing um part of it is intuition part of it is sitting around sometimes being bored because creative people need to spend time being bored and let the ideas surface and other times it's looking at a calendar and saying, well, what are the, what are the special dates coming up in the next few months? Okay, well, I'll draw something around, for example, yesterday was mental, World Mental Health Day. Well, here's a cartoon about mental health. Um, it's a little bit of everything for me. When, when you get these ideas and you know you want to write them, do you have a writing process? Do you have a writing routine? Or do you do, you do the, the more scribbling down in a, in a journal to take around with you type of writing I have, process? I have a pseudo routine, which means that most mornings I will sit down with my cup of coffee and have my notebook handy and write down whatever has come up. Because I find that my mornings, my mind just wants to put on paper whatever has been processed the night before. Um, and then throughout the day, when I'm not in that space, I will always sit down and, and write little notes in my phone or on, a, on another notebook and compile those because there's other stuff that comes up throughout the day and I, think, oh, I want to write that down before I before it disappears from my mind. So there's part routine and part going with the flow. Mm. Your writing, it's very, you know, 
it's a very helpful tool for people in terms of the coaching, in terms of Nikki L. And it, I think that you're writing it from what I can understand. It, it, it involves quite heavy matters sometimes. <laughs> it involves, you know, like we say, like the, self, like the love cards, for example. Do you kind of find that writing... Does it energize you or does it exhaust you because of this perhaps heavier topic matter? It depends what the details are around the topic. Um, sometimes it can feel a bit heavy because it's heady. It's working through the concepts to be able to express them in a way that, in a way that other people can get them clearly. Um, but generally writing for me is energizing. Mm -hmm. What would you say is perhaps your writing kryptonite you know what's what's that one thing that just just sometimes can really put a block on you writing is there anything that that suppose is there anything that kind of puts you off writing sometimes um 45 degree weather in southern spain in august ah right <laughs> <laughs> fair enough well, you just don't want to do anything um no, I can't think of anything else that really puts me off writing. Writing is always something that I need to do. I might feel distracted um, by other aspects of work or or daily life matters. Um, but generally, writing is one of my go-to ways of handling life in general. So I need to be able to do that. I don't completely block myself from it. And would you say that is the best part of being an author for you? Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, we we don't do things just. How do I say it? If I didn't love what I do, I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. It's applicable to anything else. So I think there's always that element of I love writing, so somehow I'm going to do it. I maybe not, maybe don't do as much as I want when I want to. Um, for example, I was at a a book fair. Uh, the other day and sitting at a round table, we were talking about art and literature and, and how we put all of those aspects together. And somebody asked us, so how much time do you dedicate on a daily basis to illustrating? And the person next to me, who's a comic book creator, um, she pretty much spends most of the morning and most of the day um, drawing. I don't, because I have to mix it between the writing and the drawing and sometimes I'll spend more time illustrating and more time writing um, but it's those are the two things that I know that I need to work with so that I feel like I'm taking care of me as a creator the rest is design and marketing and business building mm. and that's 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 interesting because I, I'm kind of curious because this differs for everyone what does literary success look like to you first of all it's actually writing mm-hmm and yes, over the years, I've been able to say I'm a published writer. I have several books now. Um, for me, the birth of the book is a very special moment because it means that all the things that were in your head are now on something physically tangible and that other people can really look at it. That to me is the first part or the second part of success. First is writing. Second is getting it out there. The rest is the business aspect of it. And... Can we know a little bit more about you? You know, the person behind these books. What do you What do you do when you're not when you're not writing and workshopping, <laughs> um, enjoying time with friends or taking nice walks in nature? Uh, 
obviously I like to read as well. So I need to dedicate more time to that because sometimes that's, you sit at the computer all day working on the stuff that you're working on and then you realize I haven't actually touched a book. <laughs> um, I love walking by the sea. I grew up by the sea and that is very therapeutic to me as well. Uh, and every now and then watching a good movie or just, as I say, spending time, quality time with quality people is important to me because it feeds me. Oh, it feeds you into my great day. Mm-hmm. And coffee and chocolate and pastries. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I also saw on your website as well that you are a Reiki master, a Reiki practitioner as well. Yeah. Does that, yeah. Um, has that influenced your writing at all, do you think? It's influenced me as a person, which influences anything I create, uh, because I feel that that spiritual aspect that we all have and that we'd all have access to um, is an important part of our personal evolution individually as a collective. And I think the more spiritually aware we are and the more in tune we are with ourselves and nature and all of these other aspects of life, the better people we can be and the better creations we can create. Yes, yes, very true, very true. And I suppose one of my last questions is, would you have any advice for for writers out there who maybe are feeling a little bit daunted by the idea of publishing or just writing in general? What kind of advice would you have for for writers? I know that's quite a general question, but if anything comes to mind... <laughs> I think the basic advice, and I'm not alone in this one, is just do it. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that blocks us most is having to have it all perfect, um, that all of the people that we want to like our work will like our work, and it doesn't always happen. Um, get ready to handle some deception, um, but it doesn't make anyone wrong or bad. It just means that maybe they're not the right people for you or for your creations. So the quicker you can let go of that idea of, I need to be liked for my work or my work needs to be liked by everyone that I want it to be liked by. Um, the much easier it'll be for you to sit down and do the very thing that you need to do. Um, so really start with you, start writing. Don't get caught up in the details of how it's all going to work out. Uh, work with the coach if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> or with other writers who have moved through those blockages to then be able to give you what it's like on the other side. And have that, have that support system. It's not always going to be our fr- family and best friends because they don't always understand this creative part. Um, we can have great business owner friends, but they don't quite get the creative way of doing things, this flowing and structure and, and everything I just said before. So write, hone in on your support network. It doesn't have to be huge. And then out of that, you'll start to take the next step to have a book published and get it out into the world. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. Thank <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Where can people find you if they want to find out more about you? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure <laughs> to talk to you. Um, you can find me, anyone can find me on karinpinter.com. That's K-A-R-I-N pinter.com. And on that website, you'll be able to find my social medias for Instagram, Facebook. Um, that's for my my writer, creator side. And then Nikki Owl, which is N-I-K-I-O-W-L dot com. 
that's where you'll find the whole universe of Nikki Owl and also Nikki's social media, some YouTube videos with little animations and all sorts of stuff that you can download as well. Brilliant. Well, that is it for this week's Rama Reads Publishing Podcast. Tune in next week for another eye-opening interview. Want to be interviewed? Have thoughts about the show? Reach out at Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Rama Reads Publishing and let us know. That's it from us. We'll see you next week. Thank you.